Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. I am the founder and host, Ms. Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today in the hot seat is a special guest, Bronson Hill. And today we're going to be talking about how to manage inflation and deal with the volatile market today and just bring you some practical tips that you can learn from. But before we dive into that, let me give you a bit on who Bronson is. As the managing member of Bronson Equity, Bronson is a general partner in 2000 multifamily units worth over 200 million. Bronson co-leads a large in-person multifamily meetup in Pasadena, California, called FIBI Pasadena Multifamily. Bronson is also the host of the Mailbox Money Show, and he understands the investor mindset, having spoken individually over the phone with over 1,200 investors and having raised over $25 million in real estate deals. Bronson is the author of The Single Best Investment Strategy During or After a Pandemic and is a regular contributor to YouTube and his blog. So without further ado, please welcome Bronson Hill. Hey, Genesis, really excited to be here today. I love talking about finance and inflation and personal growth and just love what you're doing here. This sounds like an awesome time. We're looking forward to being here. Amazing. And Bronson, I know we are um, in a time crunch today and I want to be respectful. So instead of doing a rapid fire game, we're going to do the icebreaker with you. So I want you to share something fun and interesting about yourself or something crazy that you have done in your life. I've done a lot of crazy things in my life. Um, Recently, I was at an event in Belize, actually last weekend, and I dressed up like Freddie Mercury from uh, the band Queen, and I sang uh, part of Bohemian Rhapsody. So that was full like mustache with the wig and the full like get up and everything. It was a lot of fun. But and that's, I guess, another fact. I've traveled to 39 countries. I love, love, love traveling. Ooh, super cool. I love to travel too. And I guess that's because both of my parents aren't American. My dad was from Curaçao, so not sure if you've been there. Uh-huh. Part of yeah. the eight. And my yeah. mother is West Indian, so she's from St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Oh, nice. A lot of Caribbean there. Yeah, I went to Curaçao. Uh, I probably said it wrong, but I went to uh, the ABC Islands. This was about right before COVID, actually. I think it was uh, 2020 so or 2019, actually. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, Beautiful super island. cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So let's dive into how can we really be um, smart given the current market because we see inflation with gas prices, we see inflation at the grocery stores, we also see inflation with the home market, especially, especially depending on what state you live in. I'm in the good old state of Texas, so everyone thinks everything is bigger in Texas, so a lot of people have started to move down here, but now with the market doing what it's doing, our home prices have skyrocketed. So from your standpoint and your background in investing and multifamily, what do you think um, about the current state of the economy that we're in and how can we get ahead of the curve and really be prepared as individuals? Well, it's interesting with inflation because inflation is something that's very misunderstood. Um, You know, a lot of times we look at inflation as being a very negative thing, which 
For a lot of people, it is. And for all of us, in some ways, that it is. The, the Federal Reserve, I believe it was in 2012, decided to set a target of 2% per year. Um, and you know, for there was about 100 years where we didn't really have any inflation. The monetary base was pretty stable. But there was a two-year period between February of 2020 and February of 2022 where they created 40.9% more currency just over a 24-month period. So because they created all this currency, there's a lot of misdirect on kind of why we're experiencing inflation, but it's really due to this massive amount of money creation. So what does that mean? That means that basically everything is going to cost more from real estates to rent to cars to food to everything. And then we're also dealing with some supply shortages and things like that when it comes to oil or those sorts of products. But primarily, there are ways you can actually take advantage of inflation. So that's one thing that I talk about. I just wrote an ebook that's coming out shortly about how to take advantage of inflation. And primarily, how it works is most people get uh, penalized by inflation. The gas is more expensive at the pump. The rent keeps going up. Everything just costs more, right? The only way to really get ahead of that is to be at a place where you can start to own assets. And an asset is something that uh, puts money in your pocket every month. And a liability is something that takes money out of your pocket. An example of this would be like a rental house, right? If rents are going up and you own a rental house, well, you're able to take advantage of it because the asset itself is going to be worth more over time. And so there's certain products that, that really help with that. And one unique kind of way people take advantage of this is, let's say I have a 30-year fixed debt on a house. Well, if the rate is only you know 5% or around 5% and inflation is somewhere between 8 and 15%, there's an official number, but I think it's actually substantially higher. You're getting debt at a cheaper amount, uh, at a lower rate, excuse me, and you're able to borrow it for a very long period of time, and you're paying it off with future dollars that are worth less. So the idea that you know, and, and, you know, if you can borrow cheap or you can borrow at a lower amount when inflation is high, it allows you to basically take advantage of inflation. And so if a house or what we do is multifamily apartments, and we work with passive investors, let's say a house is worth $100,000 and you only put 20% down on it as far as a down payment, if the value goes up by 20% to $120,000, you've actually doubled your money, right? You haven't just increased 20%, you only put 20,000 down and now you have 40,000 in equity because it went up 20%. So again, by using leverage or owning assets, that's one way that people can take advantage of inflation. And thank you for sharing that. And for someone who's interested in owning assets, whether it is something in the real estate space or something outside of the real estate space, what other ways um, have you seen people really get in front of those assets versus liabilities and just really diversify their portfolio? Right. So this is a good question. I think there's really two parts of this. Um, if you know people, people that have money and are trying to figure out what to do with it, or people that that have time and they're trying to leverage their time. And we talk about this as far as being active in real estate or being passive. And it can be real estate; it could be any sort of other investment. And I really, I was at a place where I felt like I really had neither. I was a corporate guy, but I I didn't have a lot of money. But what I did is I just kind of made the times. So I had those you know calls with investors. I had some partners. I started raising money, working with people that were kind of in this space. There are other spaces to do it as well. But the amazing thing is, if I just continue to go to meetups or I go to conferences and I just am willing to ask questions and I'm willing to be curious and try to learn how people have done what they've done, there may be an opportunity for me to create some value. So there was this saying by a guy named Jim Rohn, as he said, make yourself valuable to valuable people. And what that really means is somebody who's adding a lot of value. So for you, 
Genesis, you're adding a lot of value because you're creating this podcast. So a lot of people listen and they get value out of this. So if I can be someone who provides value to you, then as you're providing value to other people, I can become a part of that. And that's typically how people get paid well is they find a way to solve problems or they find a way to solve problems that people, uh, especially for people that are very successful or are well off. And so I think that's, you know, that, that's kind of a little bit on the side, but if people have money, they can invest in multifamily apartments passively. They can invest in other sorts of, uh, you know, private deals. I like private deals that are outside of Wall Street. I call myself a recovering investment advisor because I did investment advisor uh, work for four or five years. And I realized that, you know, Wall Street just is, it doesn't really serve the average Main Street person. And so trying to find ways into real assets, such as real estate, apartments, self-storage, mobile home parks, there's different ways people can do it. And then there's other ones outside of that or starting a business or other things. But I think really just getting in motion, taking some action, learning, asking questions, reading books, and trying to learn and grow your financial IQ. Uh, Brian Tracy has this quote, and he says, uh, if you want to earn more, you have to learn more. So it's just the idea of the more, you know, the average person reads something like 12 books a year, but 50% read less than four books a year. The average CEO reads 60 books a year. So that's my goal every year is to try to read 60 books. And I don't always get there, but it's a, it's a goal, right? To try to, to work towards. So trying to learn, trying to create value and really trying to just get in motion. Absolutely. And I um, would agree that knowledge is power and you definitely have to set yourself apart if you're trying to get into that next socioeconomic bucket. And there are some other ways that you could generate passive income, whether it's ATMs. I had someone on my um, podcast that talked about digital real estate. So that was interesting. There is a friend of mine that now that he's working at home remotely, he could rent out his car. And from that, he has been able to purchase other vehicles that he now rents rents out his cars, because we all seen that different car rental places don't have enough cars on the lot and etc. So now more people are renting out their private cars and etc. There's even some insurance companies that will allow you to rent out your car through their insurance company, and then they'll pay a percentage there. Then we have vending machines. So depending on where you place the vending machines and et cetera, then of course, real estate is a big one because there's it's going to give you a lucrative gain, but understand what type of real estate are you investing? Are you doing residential or are you doing commercial? Are you doing a turnkey provider or are you doing a um, residential where you're doing everything yourself? Because if you do turnkey, you're paying all the money up front, but someone else is doing all the work for you. So you're not actually doing that, but you're cut or your slice of pie may not be that big because you still have to pay that provider who has went out there and sourced. And then from my background, my background's oil and gas, where I spent 12 years in the industry and I have a supply chain degree. There's other ways that you could leverage um, things where you can make money and become an asset by offering your services on a consultant where it does not become a conflict of interest to your employer. That's great. No, I think I love that your oil and gas background as well. There's some real tax advantages of being involved in that space as well. So we work with folks as well as, you know, there's some people that are paying 50% or more in taxes. So if you're a physician or you're a CPA or you're just a high earner, you can be paying a lot in taxes. So things like oil and gas and even multifamily real estate, we also are involved in ATM machine fund with the fifth largest operator of ATMs in the country. And there's some real tax advantages. And so, um, yeah, it's amazing how, 
you know, there are ways just the more you learn, and it sounds like you have quite a broad knowledge of ways that you've both invested and learned about and that you've done. And so I think that's the amazing thing is once you figure out, and it's, it's amazing, the more you learn, the more you figure out kind of where you fit. It's kind of rare somebody just starts and all of a sudden they've just got it and that's their thing for life. And there are people that are like that. It kind of almost pisses me off. Like, man, I had to like discover everything before I really got to do what I do. But the idea is just, you know, if you're willing to keep learning, there's really no limit to how you can grow your wealth or how you can grow just as an individual. So I think it's great. Yeah. And I love how you said that, Um, especially since I've gotten out of the oil and gas um, industry since I was laid off in the pandemic. It was like, what skills do I have and how can I take those skills and monetize them? And I said, what do people come to me for? So how am I being a solution? How am I bridging the gap? And people come to me for advice or they ask me, how did you climb the corporate ladder so fast enough? So now I coach people who's aspiring to do something similar. And then I have my podcast where my podcast brings on various SMEs. So SMEs are subject matter experts. And then we could cross pollinate and really collaborate in order to drive those synergies. So you always have to be thinking outside of the box, because if you use your brain, your brain is an asset by itself, because then you allow your knowledge to fill a gap. And that gap is filling a void. So think about that. And that's one way that you could stay ahead of the ahead of the curve, but once you get ahead of the curve, continue to learn and grow via personal development and ask yourself, how can that personal development be applied in a practical business um, business manner? So Bronson, based on your subject matter expertise and being in, in the financial space, as well as in the other arenas you play in, what are some other tactics that you like to help people with? Well, just as you were talking, I was thinking about this, that really there's two things that will really transform your life. And you're, and you're really doing both of them, Genesis. I mean, it's the first one is networking and the second is education. So, you know, if I'm willing to get in rooms where I'm not the smartest person in the room, right, where I'm getting in, I'm the dumbest person in the room, I'm going to learn a lot more and I'll be pulled up to like learn more and I'll be looking up words and what are they talking about here and I'll be studying and learning because they're helping me to grow and so, the, you know, the, the networking is huge. And so sometimes we're just one connection away from finding a partnership or finding somebody who can help us to solve a problem or pay less taxes or to grow in some sort of way. And then the other side of that is really the, the education piece, right? We're doing it here. You're bringing in subject matter experts or SMEs, as you say. It reminds me of the movie uh, Hook or the Peter Pan movies with Mr. Smee. But um, you know, the idea, you're basically trying to get educated on some topic that's a little bit outside of what you know, or maybe going deeper in that. So if you're committed to those two things, there's a guy named Charlie Tremendous Jones, and he had this quote that said, you'll be the same five years from now, except for the books you read and the people that you meet. So if you really think about that, the books are the education, and it can be conferences, it can be different things like that, and then there's the people that you meet. There's going to be some connection. There's going to be some need that you're solving or some need that you're sharing, and it's amazing as we collaborate with each other, it can be so, so, so powerful. So I remember when I connected with a certain individual at an event, and I said, how's it going raising money? And I'd only raised $100,000 to that point. And, you know, it sounds like there was, there were some issues there. So I said, what if I came on board and I helped take calls and we did this and he had a huge platform. And so I just kind of put it out there and I didn't realize he was having a lot of issues in that area. So we created this partnership and then together we raised $15 million over the next 18 months. So to me, you know, and people look at me, well, how in the world are you got lucky or whatever? It's like, well, yeah, like all those things were there, but it was being in the room and it was really trying to keep an eye on, you know, how can I make myself valuable to a valuable person. So a lot of people come to people that are successful, like, hey, I want you to mentor me. I want you to teach me. I want, I want, I want, I want, versus really coming to someone who's successful and say, 
how can I help you? How is this? Can I help you solve a problem here? Because nobody's asking that person that question. And so I think um, if you're willing to be someone who solves problems, uh, there will always be a place for you at the table. Yeah, definitely getting away from the whistle method, which is what's in it for me. But then if you turn the me into we, what's in it for we? How can we go further together and go faster by taking your zone of genius and partnering it with my zone of genius and just creating a boss ass business? And (laughs) I think that's what it's all about. And don't be afraid to say that you need help or ask those questions because asking questions is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength and it shows that you're eager and you're hungry to learn. And Les Brown always says, you gotta be hungry. And I don't, I definitely can't say it the Les Brown way, but it's so true. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So Bronson, as we begin to wind down, I want to throw you an audible before we do our call to action. Is there anything else that you want to mention that I may not have asked and you think will add value into this conversation since we're giving them just some quick, dirty um, tips and practical tips that they can apply? Yeah, there's a book that I read that I think everybody should read if you haven't read it. It's called The Slight Edge by a guy named Jeff Olson. And it's about 150 pages. It's not a thick book, but it basically talks about the idea that this, the small changes we make in our life, they have an exponential impact. So if I, I don't smoke, but let's say I start smoking, it won't kill me today or tomorrow or next year or in five years, but in 10, 20 years, it will really start to have an impact. And so it's like that. We have these things we do. They're not really, if I go to the gym or if I eat well, I'm not going to benefit maybe a little bit right away, but it's, it's a long-term type of thing. But it's just the idea of how am I investing in my health? How am I investing in my education? How am I investing in my relationships? You know, I'm a parent, so I know you're becoming a parent. So how do you invest in your child so that over time you have an exponential, hopefully positive, and, you know, your, your life makes a very positive impact. So I think that's probably the biggest thing I would, I would recommend. I like that because as you were talking about it, it it made me realize that you have to have a holistic view whenever you are tackling life's challenges and your holistic view has to um, pertain to your mental health, your um, physical health your emotional health and your spiritual health. And all of those need to work together in order to have alignment with mind, body, and soul experience in order for you to optimally perform. And then also with the right mindset, you're able to really shift your paradigms. And if you're having problems shifting your paradigms, for those of you listening, I would encourage you to go out there and learn about NLP, which is neuro-linguistics programming. So you could deprogram the junk that is stuck inside of you and flush that out of your system and reprogram your system so you can begin to think at a higher level, connect with people that are higher level and be able to go further a lot faster. So you could really optimize your life because if not, your dreams are gonna end up in the graveyard because you chose to play it too small and too safe. Now, Bronson, let's jump into the call to action. What is your call to action for, for the GEMS community today? Well, I just got to say, I love all the acronyms that you have. You have the WIFL, the SME, and you had another one you just mentioned. I get you have a lot of great acronyms, uh, Genesis. Um, yeah, so I have this book that I wrote, an ebook on my website. And uh, depending on when this episode comes out, I've got two. I've got one that's uh, the single best investing strategy during and after a pandemic. That's about multifamily investing, all of the benefits. I also have one that's coming out that's called 
how to take advantage of inflation. So if you go to my website at bronsonequity.com, you can check those out. They're free downloads between, you know, 25 and 40 pages, just, you know, value of how I can try to add value. But look forward to connecting with anybody about whether it's personal development or real estate or passive investing. Those are all topics I love connecting with individuals about. And then what social media platform do you hang out on primarily, Bronson? Um, primarily, I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn. I also have a YouTube channel. If you search my name, Bronson Hill and real estate, you can find it. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on, if somebody sends me a message on Facebook or LinkedIn, I'll get back with you. Amazing. And Bronson, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and having this coffee chat style conversation. I know it was quick. So if you are interested in coming back, just let me know and we could get you back in rotation. Audience, I will have all of Bronson's contact information in the show notes. What you need to do is read, scroll on down and tap in with him so you can level up your game. This content will be on 40 plus platforms and you could also see the video to this recording on our YouTube channel by going to GEMS, G-E-M-S with Genesis Amaris Kemp to get all things video content. So until the next segment, next guest, peace, love and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.